Hello, my name is Lauren Patterson, your host and guiding light to self-love. I am the author of Amazon bestseller, Freeing Your Heart for Love, and founder of a nonprofit to help people challenged with abuse and depression. The intention of this podcast show is to inspire and encourage you through my experiences and those of my guests that you can discover self-love and true happiness for yourself. next amazing guest is Henry X. Henry was born, raised, and still resides in Detroit, Michigan. He is the author of five books, a writing coach, and an editor of manuscripts. He also loves helping others to be in a position to help themselves. Hello, Henry. How are you, Lauren? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. Thank you for being a guest on my podcast show. I'm excited. Um, For those listening, Henry and I met on Clubhouse, where I meet a lot of my amazing guests that I connect with. And um, literally, like Henry came into a club and we've been side by side since then. (laughs) Absolutely. And Henry um, helped me with my writing journey in the beginning. So just so grateful. But we're going to get into this because Henry has so much wisdom when it comes to a lot of different things. But the first question I want to ask you, Henry, is I know a little bit about your journey, but for those listening, what inspired you to start writing and at what age? Mm. Well, reading is what inspired me to write. I think I was, I was older. I was like 20, probably like 25. I mean, I was younger. But when I say older, I'm saying I'm much older than other writers when they say they was writing in grade school and stuff of that nature. Yeah, I was about 25. I was an avid reader. I loved reading. And um, I just said, how are these people able to captivate my attention for hours on end? So I stopped, you know, reading. I started analyzing the situation. I said, because they take me away from my current condition. I was like, wow, that's power. I wanted that power. So I always like to say I started writing for the wrong reason. I wanted attention. And um, I used to get it. But it wasn't until I stopped writing to get what people thought and start showing them how much I cared that my writing took on a life of its own. Been writing ever since. And so... Do you remember what one of your first books was that you, because I know you are an avid reader, but do you have like a book that you first picked up and really enjoyed? Yeah. The first book was The Autobiography of Malcolm X by Alex Haley. Mm. That was the first book that started everything. It was that book. I was so affected by that book that I took on the life of Malcolm X. Everything Malcolm X did, I did. what he did with the dictionary, how he wrote down the words and studied every word, definition. I became a member of the Nation of Islam, all of it. I just was, I was inspired by that man so much. <laughs> he just influenced me in a great way. Wow. I love that. So he, he had a, a huge influence on the beginning of your journey. He did. He did. And you, you notice I said him and not Alex Haley. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Haley was, you know, basically um, documenting his story. 
but it was his story that was so impressive to me, how he went from this one way and just transformed into a whole nother way. That was just fascinating. That's when I knew that change was beyond possible right there when I seen how his life transformed from when it was to what it was meant to be. That was powerful to me. Very powerful. I love that. So would you say, does writing energize you or does it exhaust you? Oh, no, it it most definitely energizes me. Writing is, I don't regard it as a chore. I look at writing as an absolute pleasure. To be able to sit down and just take, now I'm not going to say random words. I select my words carefully. Take these words and then put them together. It's like putting together a puzzle. You know, you got to have specific pieces, but it's puzzle. So I take these words and then I put them together and I arrange them accordingly. You know, it's not just about the right words, but it's about the, the placement of the words, too, to bring about that desired result. So with me, this is an art. Mm-hmm. Writing is an art for me. It's um, I'm not your average writer at all. I love this craft. This is not work to me. It's, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be able to do this and an honor. Mm-hmm. And so how has writing helped you with your mental health? Mm. You know, there are many ways to get stuff up off of us that we don't want on us. You know, we can run it out. We can talk it out. We can box it out. And there's all kinds of other negative ways we can do it. But writing, when they say, you know, that cliche, it's a, it's a cliche now, but it's so true, though. Writing is therapeutic. It offers an outlet for me like no other, like no other. Well, music. Music is my number one love outside of, you know, anything that's not human. Music is mm-hmm. number one. And then writing is not even number two. It's number three. Reading is number two. Mm-hmm. But writing Being number three, it is very powerful. You know the power of three. We're always talking about the power of three. Music, reading, and writing. That's my power of three right there. Um, Writing allows me to get things out. I'm not talking about, like, you know, stress and all that. I may be feeling that, but when I write, I'm writing something totally different. But it's the writing that's the release of that frustration, of that aggravation. It's the writing that gets that out. And it'd be a thing of beauty that has nothing to do with how I was feeling. It just allowed me to release those feelings in a whole different form. Powerful, powerful. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, the that resonates with me too is the, the music because I know what helped me write, and you've read my book and for those listening that have read it, I music helped me get through writing the, the hard parts of that book. So music is very healing and therapeutic while you're writing. <laughs> I love that. Henry. February is the month of love. And I know every day is love, but February specifically is, I love to consider it as a month of love. And I, I was listening to, I get this daily sip tip on my phone, which is just like a three minute, kind of text message from a lady named Maria Tomaski. And 
And I subscribed to this daily sip tip, she calls it. And she was talking about head heart association. And she was reading this quote by Deepak Chopra. And it's, this is the quote, inspiration is the state of when heart and mind are connected. And so the question I have for you, Henry, is what puts you in the state of being love? The state of being love. Hmm. Well, everything I do, right, has God at the center of it. God is love. You know, that is, you take that out and replace it with equal. God equals love, right? Um, so God showed us love by breathing that breath within this vessel. That's what animates us, our breath. That's why breathing is so important. It's vital. So with that being the case, and then once I renewed my mind, my mind had to be renewed, right? Because it's a mind and spirit thing. You know, when our right mind connects with that speck of borrowed spirit, that's when life changes. Everything changes, right? When we're in our right frame of mind, because the spirit is the spirit. It's the only thing perfect about us. It's the only thing perfect about us. Everything else is imperfect and it's incomplete, you know. Um, But when we connect our right mind, our right thoughts, the thoughts that, you know, are aligned with God's mission. And I believe that mission is for us to create a heavenly condition right here on this earth. That's why we're all here. I believe, right, to help one another be our best, right? So with me knowing all that, right, and I regard myself as a representative of God, who mm-hmm. is love, mm-hmm. it's easy to love, you know? It's easy, very easy. And I I believe in that, that um, the mind-heart thing, too. I had wrote a piece where it was saying that my words come from my mind mm-hmm. through my heart, where they are filtered of all impurities, so that when they reach my hand and I type them out or write them out, you know, pure love, pure love. So can you share your top three goals and what you are doing to get there? Mm, Top three goals, top three goals. I want to help every creative writer that I know to become a published author. I have done that numerous times already. That's already been accomplished. And the beautiful thing about it, I own a lot of those individuals' books. <laughs> that's that's just powerful to me. Going from not having a book, not even thinking they could write a book, to actually writing it, and I have it. I also want to influence the youth. I want my words to influence the youth. That's what I write for. Um, mm-hmm. It may not seem like that with some of my pieces, but all my pieces are you know, geared towards the youth because I believe the youth are going to be the ones that help change the ways of this world, right? Mm -hmm. And the third thing is I just want to write my 10 books in 10 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's my goal. And it's a lofty goal, but um, I'm halfway through, I'm halfway through it. You know, I have five down, well, four in a, in a possible, you know, Mm -hmm. like we're playing spades, four in a possible. (laughs) possible. (laughs) And um, you helped me with my writing journey a lot like I wasn't going to write and Henry knows this but for those listening like I was literally not going to write anymore after I wrote that book and when I met Henry like I'm writing poetry now I'm part of an anthology 
I'm going to release two more books on my own this year. I am writing alliterations. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on and on. So yeah, you were my writing angel is what I call Henry is my writing angel. Because I know I have angels and angel teams surrounding me and I'm just so grateful. Oh, I'm glad I passed for Destined to Cross, Lauren, because um, you inspire me so much as well. You know, uh, you know, I, I like to say that, you know, people can see what we can't mm-hmm. uh, because we're in the midst of something. So when we're in the midst of something, our vision is not that clear. You know, we're trying to figure out how to get out of it. Right. We're not looking for no blessing in it. We're trying to get out of it. How do I get out of this? But once we get out of it, you know, when people be like, oh, it's going to be OK. You're going to be OK. Don't even worry about it. You'd be hearing that. You'd be like, how am I going to be OK when I'm going through all this drama? Exactly. Right. But they see it. I don't know how, but they do. Well, one of the reasons is because they're not standing where we are. They're on the outside looking in. So once we get ourselves out of those situations, then we begin to see what they saw. And be like, oh, now we can look for the blessing. Oh, the blessing is that I'm no longer in it. That's the blessing. And I came out with something that could possibly help others come out of the same situation or something similar. So, Henry, this is my favorite question I ask every guest is, what show the most action Will you take this year to uplift, encourage, and inspire others who are going through mental health challenges? I believe that my best offering is my writing. Words are powerful. They are very powerful. They can change everything. But it's not just words. It's the right combination of words. It's the why. Why do you write? Why are you writing me? I'm writing to try to help people be in the best possible position to help themselves. Always got to repeat that to help themselves because anything outside of that will be me enabling them, right? So my pieces are like tools in a toolbox. Each piece is designed to help you with a specific test or to get out of something of provoked or whatever, right? So if you continue to read my pieces, eventually you'll have a whole tool set. You have a whole tool set that you can go to for whatever problem that you have and you'll be able to fix that problem, right? So that's what I believe, that's how I believe I'll be best of service through my writing. And because I write specifically to help others be in a position to help themselves. That that is what be it enlightenment, encouragement, or entertainment. Those are my three ways of writing. Because I believe that every person that exists right now need one or all three of those ease every single day. Every single day. Yes. Yeah. I love that. So Henry is going to bless us with one of his love writings. So go ahead, Henry, you have the stage. Mm. Love writings. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think I'm going to read the one that's, I think it'd be befitting. Uh, I got to find it real quick. I'm through my phone. Here we go. 
I entitled this piece, L is for Love. So this is an alliteration, and it goes like this. I'll never forget the day when love looked at me with lust in her eyes. Oh, how I longed to see that intense stare. Then she said, I'll never leave you lonely. Before you, there was no living. My life, so many losers pressed their luck just to get whammied and lost in the landfill of loose ladies. I laid in my bed, languished and laughing so I wouldn't drown in my own tears. I thought it was too late for the likes of me. But here you stand, tall, lean, and well-learned. All asset, never a liability. I'll be a liar if I said I didn't want you all for myself. You're my light, leading me out of my limbo. And that is L is for love. Wow, I love that. That's beautiful, Henry. I don't think I've heard that piece before. Have you shared that one with us? Mm. I I don't I don't recall. You know, I don't share so many things. I don't recall. But it's one of my favorite literations. Um yeah. And for those listening, can you explain just what an alliteration is? Well, alliteration is um it's a poem that has the same the words have the same letters. Uh, I do mine a bit different than traditional alliterations uh, because I'm I'm big I'm not big on following tradition. I'm like a rebel when it comes to writing. Uh, I like to blaze my own trail. So my alliterations are like this. I take um 26 words that all start with the same letter. The reason why I take 26 is because it's 26 letters in the alphabet. Um and I try to make a comprehensible poem, short story, or any other piece that's meant to encourage, enlighten, and entertain. Um, it's a writing exercise that I had been doing for a long, long time before I even knew it was a style. I never even knew it was an alliteration until just recently when somebody told me why wow, that was a good alliteration. I say, what? A good what? <laughs> so I had to look the word up. I was like, wow, all this time I never do. I was writing a style. It was just an exercise I came up with to um, strengthen my creativity. Yes. And you've taught me because now I have, I think I have seven alliterations I've written so far. Wow, that's powerful. I plan to write more. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, it's fun once you get the hang of it. It's fun. It's a little challenging. Mm-hmm. It makes me go to the dictionary and I usually don't go to the dictionary because yeah. I studied the dictionary for like three to five years. Mm-hmm. Just dedicated that kind of time to studying that. I, when I said I was going to become a creative writer, I was serious. I took it serious. Before I even put the pen to paper, I studied the dictionary and just was formulating a style that um, I would be comfortable with. And that was like 27 years ago. And the saga continues. Yeah, so powerful. So Henry, how can everybody find you if they want to check out your writing or your books as well? Well, you can find me on Instagram as selfcreated124. You can also connect with me on Clubhouse via Writer's Way which is a um, rapidly growing 
club that's about reading, writing, and discussing all things literary. You can get in contact with me via my website, which is whitepath247.com. All of my books are on Amazon, uh, and you can currently get my fourth book and my third book via my website. Um, So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Henry, for being on the show. And this episode is releasing on Valentine's Day. So it is the day of love. And I know one of the things that you love saying is self-love is the best love. And um, that's what the episode is going to be called. <laughs> that's powerful. And that's so true, though. Yeah. You know, when we love when we um, love ourselves unconditionally, we'll never allow anyone else to love us any less. And we'll know how to love and leave others accordingly. See, self-love is not staying in places where you're not loved. Mm-hmm. That's self-love. You know, anything else is just um, self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Henry. I appreciate you being here and keep writing, keep encouraging, and we will catch up tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I appreciate the opportunity, Lauren. Um, I hope I didn't disappoint. No, you did excellent. uh, Thank you. Thank you. I'm humbled by your opinion and my way of being. (laughs) Uh, And I wish you all the best on your journey. Because remember, it's a tsunami. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you got to learn the body surf because you can't be walking around with a body board. (laughs) Learning how to body surf that thing. Thank you for joining me today. I encourage you to come back for more love and inspiration. If you love this podcast show, please like and leave a review. Follow me on Instagram at show up and love to be updated on the upcoming shows. Until next time, remember to love each other and choose love every day.